Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 213 of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, we have Sir Colin Gables. What's up, buddy? Oh, man, what a freaking crazy 24 hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Since our last recording, a couple things has happened. One, <laughs> that Nintendo showcase happened, and two, the Golden State Warriors won another championship. And Yep. This has absolutely been a crazy Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, but other than that, I'm I'm, I'm just peachy, man. How, how's your day going, Tyler? <laughs> Doing all right, man. En- enjoying day four of nine of my vacation. There you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, watching a lot of uh, E3's coverage over the last few days. Uh, can't get enough of watching that stuff. Um, reading out, reading information. Things like that. Watched a bunch of the Treehouse, uh, Nintendo Treehouse today, and yeah, it's been a uh, fun uh, day four of vacation. Oh yeah, uh, but it's a good Tuesday. Um, but yeah, should we uh, should we jump into it? It's last it's last I guess press conference using parentheses there uh, with Nintendo. Yep. Um, short one, about twenty five minutes long, like they said it would be. Um, start off, we got a trailer for uh, Xenoblade Chronicles two. Some gameplay uh, gameplay show for that. Still a, uh, a holiday 2017 release date, they're saying at the end of the trailer, but no date or anything shown for that. Uh, next up, uh, fixed prize Kirby is coming for the Switch out in 2018. Uh, Four-player side-scroller game. Um, all they said was 2018 for that, maybe 45-second trailer. Uh, then we got a nice prize. One of the uh, head people at, Poke- at the Pokemon Company actually announced that uh, Game Freaks uh, is making... A, a Pokemon RPG game for the Switch. Um, it's in early development, and it may not, he said it may not come out in the next year. So they came out with that. Uh, then immediately after, uh, kind of a Metroid Prime Four is in development. Uh, just a te- there was no gameplay, just the logo Metroid Prime Four, and it said in development for the Switch. Uh, then right after that, freaking we got a bunch of big surprises right in a row. Um, Yoshi game coming in 2018. Looks kind of like. Um, Yoshi's Woolly World um, kind of mechanics, but more of a cardboard type of setting. I don't, I don't really know. I haven't really shown much more. A little teaser of that one, too. It's got some gameplay and everything. Uh, then Fire Emblem Warriors. Got another uh, trailer with some gameplay in it. Fall 2017, they're saying. No release date for that. Um, then they came went on to next to Zelda Breath of the Wild. Talked about the DLC packs again that we're getting for Pack 1. Got a release date. That was June 30th, so two weeks from Friday. And then they we got a title for the second DLC pack called The Champion's Ballad, which comes out uh, holiday 2017. Uh, then also the four champions from Breath of the Wild, they are going to turn those into Amiibo, and those are coming out sometime here in the holiday season. No date for that. I, I didn't see one anyways. And then we got another trailer, Mario Rabbids um, Kingdom Battle. Um, nothing really to add to that, just a 30-second trailer for that, reminding us there. And then they announced Rocket League is coming to the Switch this uh, holiday season. It's going to have exclusive um, vehicles and Nintendo gear. Uh, it's going to be cross-network play with other platformers. They didn't really specify what platformers, but they said there's going to be cross-network play. Uh, then we got a trailer um, for um, Super Mario Odyssey. Got a couple-minute trailer there to show that you can actually like throw your hat into enemies and other characters in the world, or other objects in the world, and you can turn into those. So you can turn into a taxi or you can turn into a frog and have those abilities or turn into a bullet bill, things like that. And then got a release date of October uh, October twenty seventh, 
And then there was a few other things that were announced um, afterwards in the Treehouse event. Um, the thing, the big ones I did see was um, Metroid Samus Returns. It is a 3DS game, uh, side-scroller shooting game, uh, coming September 15th for the 3DS. Um, then they announced a Metroid and Samus 2-pack for the uh, Amiibos. And then, um, oh, they announced um, five new Amiibos for Super Mario Odyssey. I forgot about that. comes out the same day as Super Mario Odyssey. There's a 3-pack with Mario, Bowser, and Peach in like their wedding day attire. And then there's a Koopa Troopa and a Goomba uh, coming separately too on the tw- October 27th. And then finally they announced uh, there's going to be a Fire Emblem's Amiibos coming out with Fire Emblem Warrior for uh, Chrome and Tiki, I believe is how you pronounce those. Chrome and Tiki, yeah. Oh, Chrome and Tiki, okay. So those that's pretty much everything that was announced. Uh, a lot of that, a lot announced in 25 minutes. Uh, what did you think? What can I not think? That was absolutely <laughs> fucking crazy. Mm-hmm, that entirety mm-hmm. of that spotlight was absolutely crazy. You take two companies that are side by side that had the same amount of time to present things with Bethesda and Nintendo. Obviously, Nintendo fucking did what they did best in this type of situation. They showcased what they wanted to do to their general audience. And they had a bunch of surprises that took everybody off guard. The exact opposite of Bethesda, to be perfectly honest. And in my honest opinion, everything that I saw inside the spotlight was something... There was something new to it. I mean, we did hear about other games previous to this uh, spotlight, from Super Mario Odyssey to Fire Emblem Warriors and stuff like that, and even like the whole the DLC pass and stuff for Zelda. But... We saw new things that we've never thought that we were going to see. And uh, (laughs) let's just say that this spotlight made me feel the most excited. And this was probably the best way they could have topped off and uh, concluded E3 out of every one of the other, like, conferences that I've watched. Because regardless of which, the only thing that had been really lacking this like E3 so far has been like actual genuine surprises other than Beyond Good and Evil 2 and like uh, you know and stuff like that every it seemed like every like big surprise moment for myself to be perfectly honest and uh, in my opinion happened inside the Nintendo spotlight because Nintendo basically felt like they went through a checklist and checked off everything that uh, Nintendo fans have been clamoring and wanting over the past couple of years and especially for those who are really disappointed, kind of like with how you and I were when that Pokemon Direct came by last week. Yeah. So, core Pokemon game that they are going to put on a console, their Nintendo Switch, and Pokemon a core Snap RPG. They actually specifically said core RPG. So, this is going to be another generation of Pokemon possibly coming around 2019, you know? And of course, Metroid. Not one Metroid game, but two new Metroid games. Metroid Prime 4 and also the Metroid Samus Returns, which it looks like to me is a re... possibly a reboot of, like, the original. Kind of like how Zero Mission was when that was going forth and, like, uh, had elements and stuff that uh, was basically the the superior version of the original Metroid from the NES. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. As far... uh, actually, they said there was a reimagining of Metroid 2. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's something new I didn't hear about. Yeah. So, Samus Returns is a reimagining of 
Metroid 2. Not for sure if it's like a remaster or a remake of it, but they said it's a reimagining. So uh, that's all um, they really said about it. So, yeah, so I don't they... know Metroid very well, so I don't know exactly. Okay, what, so it still continues on to what I, I've been trying to get at right here. It's like Nintendo made a checklist for the Nintendo fans, and they crossed off everything that they could possibly imagine to try to get the system like uh, for people who want to delve in and buy this Nintendo Switch when it <laughs> becomes available in their region, obviously. Yeah. So it's like New Metroid, core Pokemon RPG that's going to be coming out. You have a big old RPG-like like game in Xenoblade Chronicles 2 that's going to be released by the end of this year. You have the DLC pass stuff for Breath of the Wild, which actually kind of looks... It looks interesting and stuff. I'm not too sure if I'm going to invest in it, considering that uh, I may try to <laughs> play something other than like a big open-world game for the next like uh, month or so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because of how much I've actually been playing open-world games lately. And, uh, let's see. Oh, gosh. The game announcements here. The Yoshi, the Yoshi and Kirby games. I'm actually kind of surprised that they went with, like, those styles for, like, uh, for both the games, obviously. Kirby kind of looks like a continuation of what they've been doing on the 3DS with triple, like, triple deluxe and stuff like that and Robobot. This one seems more akin to, uh... Return to Dreamland on the Wii, where it's like four-player co-op. You get to collect different things inside of each level. It looks really fun. And that's, yeah. the, that's the same thing I could say about the Yoshi game. Obviously, the Yoshi game's a little bit different, too. And it probably has its own unique twist as well that uh, we probably won't know about until later. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for those two games because... Hell, they're platformers that <laughs> we, we get like every couple of years or whenever... But yeah. uh, let's see. I thought what was kind of disappointing about the whole spotlight stuff was a little bit of the showcase things for Fire Emblem Warriors, which there was less emphasis on gameplay and more on like dramatic storytelling, and it was kind of uh, kind of a put off a little bit. The same thing I would say with Xenoblade Chronicles Two, even though it was like little bits of story cutscene stuff. But uh, we did get little hints of gameplay here and there and stuff like that. But the best thing about this spotlight had to have been the freaking <laughs> gameplay stuff for Super Mario Odyssey. I am sold with this game. I love Mario games. It's no surprise. Super Mario Galaxy was, like, a couple of years ago, my favorite game of the past, like the last generation because of how creative each level was, because of all the different aspects that you could do with Mario and how creative ways you can how creative the ways were that you could do to try to accomplish certain tasks super mario odyssey is so fucking weird and (laughs) i love every single moment of it i was watching little bits of like uh the spotlight and also i rewatched again before i got home from work because i wanted to see giant bomb's reaction and just seeing the genuine just happiness and glee coming from like uh guys like established game journalists i said like dan reichard and like uh kind of Alex Navarro and like Vinny Caravelle and like these guys, they're 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 experienced and stuff. They're grizzled in the gaming industry and stuff. They've seen like it that. all. They've seen it all. And all of a sudden they see this and they they can't fucking make heads or tails what's going on here because like Mario inside the trailer he takes control of like different enemies. You know he take he can take control of, like a bullet bill or not even an object like say electricity or <laughs> even in the trailer 
the trailer starting out kind of reminded me of like fucking like a Monster Hunter first off because that was the initial thing. I see a gigantic T Rex going forth and like walking across the landscape. And uh, the reason why I thought Monster Hunter is because last night during the Sony press conference, they had the exact same type of creature, only you know like uh, <laughs> little differences here and there. The and then all of a sudden you see the pan out and the Tyrannosaurus just like turns around. There's a Mario hat on it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what was even more of a what the fuck moment was like uh, Mario inhabits a frog. And the frog just pops up a mustache. And it's like... <laughs> and uh, it's so funny. It's like every little clip they saw, like any type of uh, enemy that he controlled, there was like a little hat and a mustache. There's like a fucking big old black mustache and a cheap cheap and like uh, there's Mario and like a freaking sombrero and a poncho and stuff like just do a little mock mariachi dance and stuff. What's the mariachi. what's the f- um the football guy? Um, oh, Charge and Chuck. Yeah, he had, he had that that uh, outfit too on. Yeah, I thought that was great, dude. There, I've noticed that there is all these various like Mario costumes from past Mario games. Like there mm-hmm. was one for like. The original Mario, like, NES, like, golf, golf open or something yep. like that for NES. I saw one that was more akin to Yoshi's Cookie when he was dressed as a chef. Mm-hmm. And the charging Chuck and stuff like that. And, oh, God, he's, like, tossing frying pans. It's like a Hammer Brother and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. It's like, there was so much stuff, like, that they showed in, like, the gameplay portions of it. I watched, like, the... Also got a chance to watch the certain bits of the gameplay for uh, their treehouse... And, oh my gosh, you get to do all these, like, um, you can do, like, the random stuff like you can in other 3D Mario games. But just the initial, like, glee and stuff that I'm getting just for going to these different worlds. And not only, like, you know, trying to discover every little tidbit here and there for different types of coins and currencies and what you can spend for caps and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, oh my god. I literally laughed my ass off when, uh, during Giant Bomb's cat, like, uh, little e- E3 thing for Nintendo where they announced the, the developers and stuff actually said that they, that Mario was trying to res- rescue Peach from an evil wedding organization. Yeah. <laughs> the wedding organizing, yeah, organization. Yeah. Organizers. And I, the look on Brad Shoemaker's face, he was just <laughs> fucking just cracking up, like, yeah. just like, oh my, like, really, what <laughs> Evil wedding organizers. It, I, I almost expected, like, fucking Waluigi just to pop up or something like that because it's been a running gag for years with, like, say, Proton John and his channel with the Runaway Guys and stuff about uh, it. That originated from their their uh, playthrough of some of, like, uh, Fortune Street and stuff for the Wii where the in-joke was, like, War- Waluigi's, like, wedding boutique. And Proton John kept going on and on, mm-hmm. like, in Waluigi's voice. It's like, hey, Waluigi wants to see you get married. You know, just all that <laughs> other stuff, you know. But, I kid you not, Tyler, I enjoyed a lot more out of that Nintendo Spotlight in 30 minutes that I did during the nearly two hours of watching stuff for both Sony, Microsoft, EA, Ubisoft to a certain extent, too. And even though they, even though Ubisoft did have a like a better than normal like press conference too with the surprises like Beyond Good and Evil 2 at least at least we got a chance to see some of these games in action and stuff like that instead of just a trailer or something like that I mean yeah I mean hell Metroid Prime 4 we just got 
God, man, Metroid Prime 4, we just got, like, a release logo. Not like a release logo, but just, like, the logo of it and just saying in development. That's all I needed to see from that in order to say, oh, my God, new Metroid Prime, man. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. And uh, my the last thing I would say and stuff like that is I would give the spotlight thing a 9 out of 10. Okay. okay. I would give it, like, the highest that I possibly feel like, you know, I wanted to get it give it because hell i am a nintendo fan but yeah. i'm also a fan of video games in general and like i said out of every conference out of every other type of showcase thing i've saw over the past couple of days this is the one that i felt was like the most entertaining not like just the most entertaining but it had actual genuine surprises that i'm looking forward to playing not only the rest of the year but I'm going to be waiting 2018 and beyond and stuff for a new Pokemon game, like new Pokemon RPG, the next Kirby game, the next Yoshi game. Like, oh my God, it just made me feel like I wanted to play my Nintendo Switch, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like afterwards, that, that another Metroid game, Samus Returns, it made me want to fucking play my 3DS. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the game that's been missing. From, like, uh, my experience with that device. So, yeah. That's the best thing I saw from the thing so far. What? So, Fed- Federation Force didn't do it for you? I didn't even play Federation Force. Yeah, nobody did. So don't Nobody did because they thought because they thought that was going to be it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For Metroid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually... I'm with you on this being the best Nintendo 1E3. Yeah. Yeah. I'd actually go a little higher. I give Bethesda a 9 out of 10, and I'm going to go 9.5 for Nintendo. Wow. Uh, this was damn near perfect to me. This Fuck yeah. We did our prediction show, and it's something I've been talking about forever now with the Switch, is release window, not just release day, but what do you got for me the six months after? And what do you got, what do you got for me next year and the year after that? And they covered it all. They did everything I wanted except for Captain Toad Treasure Attacker 2, <laughs> which... Who knows that's ever going to happen again? That's nitpicking, though. <laughs> it is. That's just my person. That's the. If they had that in there in like a Pokemon Snap too, then it would have been fucking thirteen out of ten for me. Um, but uh, yeah, like Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles two. There's a big audience for that. Not my. Yes. Not my jam. If, if this would have came out ten years ago, or um, yeah, I it, day one buy for me. Uh, just not my jam anymore. But Kirby for the Switch. That looks awesome. Um, yes. Never been a big, big Kirby guy, but the four player stuff looks like it could be cool. Um, my only, my only concern is they haven't said anything about um, uh, if it's going to be online or not. Because that that'd be kind of, if you're going to start charging for online, you got to start putting online games in there. And I think uh, four player co op online um, for Kirby would be pretty sweet, or at least yeah, two player. Um, I hope so. Um, I would love to do that with with some friends and just go through that game. Pokemon game, it's the uh, for the Switch. It's something we've all been dreaming about for over twenty years now. Um, yes, uh, <laughs> we have I, been clamoring for a Pokemon RPG, a mainline Pokemon RPG for a console. Yeah, you know? hopefully, it's, hopefully, it's not like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon with RPG elements in it. It's like, hey, we told you it was RPG. I know, and, <laughs> and we're not. And, and to be perfectly honest, we were not like want the Pokemon fans. They did not want some like uh, as like Gale of Darkness or like Coliseum or something like that. We yeah. wanted a legitimate like red, blue, yellow, moon, gold, yeah. and silver. All these 
just a main Pokemon game, like core Pokemon game in the franchise to appear on a console, and they're telling us that that's going to be coming. Yeah, uh, so that's great. I mean, uh, that could that could be a, your big 2018, more than likely probably 2019 game. Yep. Uh, if there is no, uh, I could I can see maybe if that comes out next year, that'd be the big thing for that could be the Mario Odyssey of them for next year. Um, but Metro Prime Four in development. That's cool. I'm not a Metro guy, like I said earlier, but there's a fan base out there that wants it. I'd be cool to check it out. I didn't really care for... I didn't even try 3, but I heard it's really good. But I sent, you know, who we stuff. Never got into it. Um, but that's cool. The, 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 another big thing, I think, with this is that is Retro's not working on this. It's a new development team. Yeah. No name for who's doing it. but it's So I imagine it's fairly early in development. Um, so that's another 2019 game, maybe. 2020 game. Possibly. So you're Yeah, so you're setting up yourself big for the future. Uh, and then it also means Retro still has a game out there they've been working on for like three or four years now. Yeah, can we, we just say something yet. about that? It's like, yeah. what the fuck have they been working on all this time since Tropical Freeze? Yeah. If it's uh, not if it's not Metroid, then what the hell is it? Yeah, <laughs> and the rumor is that they're working on two games. So I, I'm wondering if, like, what if one's Donkey Kong, one's a new IP or something like that for Nintendo? That could be cool. Um, I've, I've personally have heard rumors that they possibly may be working on a new Diddy Kong Racing, you know? Oh, yeah. That, that could be a thing, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> excitement just gone down. Like, yeah. Oh, Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. That's okay. We got Mario Kart. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, I don't know. I, if, I mean, if they have one or two games in, in what they're working on, that's, that's big. That's two more games. One or two big games coming out for Nintendo that we don't even know about yet that might not be too far off because they've been, like I said, they haven't released a game. Tropical Freeze was 2014. Oh, yeah. Don't be surprised if the next couple weeks or something like that we hear something else from Nintendo. Yeah, I won't be surprised. I mean, there's still probably some more things. they they got some more dates they have to put in. I imagine there'll be another direct sometime um, before the year's up or before we get too deep into the holiday season. Um, Because we don't know anything about Fire Emblem or... Xenoblade or... Yeah, go ahead. But there is one thing that they did not showcase and did not even say anything about. Smash? No. No, that actually, I would argue that would be two. But uh, the thing I'm getting at, Virtual Console. Oh, yeah. We did not hear anything about that. Yeah, that's a... So there are some questions to be like... uh, There are some questions to be answered right now. It's like... In the coming weeks, it's like, what are you going to do for Virtual Console if you're even going to have it on your system? Two, you have all these type of Amiibo things for Super Smash Brothers. When's the next Smash Brothers thing going to be coming out then? I mean, I know the next one is going to be a ways away, but Smash was the most successful game on their Wii U other than Mario Kart 8. Mm -hmm. I know they're going to have Smash, like, possibly... A port of uh, the Wii U version sooner or later. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is I wonder about that. But anyway, carry on, Tyler. Yeah, no, I agree. That that was that was kind of the one surprise. But I can see that um, there is a lot of fighting games that have been announced for Nintendo Switch. Yeah, um, they're out now or they're coming out soon. So maybe they don't want to overload us with fighting games, and especially when you have um, Arms coming out soon. Um, why you know why? Um, trumpet, I guess. I get why they wouldn't want to um, do like release, show anything for the um, DLC pack two 
for Breath of the Wild because everybody knows that pack one is kind of pointless. You bought the expansion pass to get pack two because that's the big, big, big expansion coming soon. Yep. So why overshadow that before it even comes out? Give it its chance to breathe and whatever. Um, so I'm not too upset about that. I'm, that's what I'm saying. There's probably another direct later down the year to uh, kind of fill in some gaps for things we don't know about yet. And maybe we'll talk about the Virtual Console or Smash Brothers 2. Um, but yeah, Kirby, that can't, I hope, man, that looks really cool. Uh, Yoshi, I loved Woolly World. That was one of my favorite games the year it came out, I think 2015. Yeah. Um, yeah, that game was awesome. Big surprise to me. Uh, so I'm all in for another one. It looks like kind of more of that, but in a different world. Like I said, it looks like it's some cardboard, the cardboard kind of stuff going on. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't it's really know. It's a switching of perspectives. That's one was one of the things that I saw there. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see more about that game. Um, that's probably one of the ones I'm outside of the, of the games we saw that aren't coming out this year. Probably Yoshi's most excited. I'm excited about um, to me, I'm not counting Metroid Prime Four, Pokemon, obviously. Um, the Amiibo stuff. That I mean, I'm. I don't know if I'm going to buy the Champion stuff. I might buy the Goron one. That look kind of cool. But I definitely want the um, Mario and Bowser and Peach in the wedding. Oh my um, outfit. god, that looks that incredible. Was, yeah, I'll, I'll pay a premium price. I'll 100 bucks. That's fine. I'll buy. They I'll had. Buy them. They had new Mario, <laughs> new Z- new Zelda, and new Metroid Amiibos. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that looked cool um rocket league coming to switch that's a, i think that's a big get i'm not surprised it's coming it's been kind of rumored for a while that it was gonna be coming uh the, the factor adding nintendo gear to it and cross network <laughs> play could be cool i mean i could see myself picking it up maybe uh, just for the nintendo gear can i just playing on my ps4 with my friends and just party ps4 party chat with them go ahead can i just say that uh it's like once again i am going to be tempted to fucking buy rocket league <laughs> yeah, you bought it. You you bought it I twice bought it already. Twice. Yeah, and all the DLC for it. And all the DLC. I I fucking love playing that game. Yeah. And I when I saw it on Nintendo Switch and stuff like that, that announced was like, oh, what Rocket League? With dude, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and there's gonna be new things revealed for that version of the game that we're not even aware of. So I'm I'm actually kind of excited to see what else is gonna be in there. Yeah, and I think the cross-network stuff, I'm curious how that they didn't say what platform does it work for. I imagine PC, uh, but if it does some reason work for PS4 or um, more than likely it Xbox will prob- be cool. Most likely it will probably be cross-platform possibly between PC, probably maybe Xbox One. Yeah, I mean... That's the, what the they PS- do with Minecraft. Yeah, the PS4 and um, Xbox One already do cross-network play with PC, not with, not with each other, but they all can play with PC, so I imagine it'll be the same. Um so that could be cool, um, especially with the portability side of it too. That's something I think we all forget about sometimes. Is um, at least I do. I know I do. Um, but that people being able to play Rocket League on the go, oh. um, I think, will be big for people. You could take Rocket League to work, buddy. <laughs> I know. Just that thought, dude. Just like playing Rocket League on the go, like during like either during breaks or whatever the hell. Yeah. On the road. There you go. Gable's uh, game of the year three years later Rocket League for the Switch uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Mario Odyssey uh, Super, Mario, uh, Super Mario Odyssey uh, yeah that game looks incredible uh, I don't know, really know what to add on that you know you've already said but yeah I it look it's different it looks different it definitely seems like instead of going into a world and uh, going in there with one objective in mind um, you're going in there and um like you just kind of do you just go in the world and you do a different like quests kind of things um from what we've seen of it instead of getting stars you get moons 
um, so it's a little different. Um, you have you have a ship called Odyssey, and the hats. Uh, I think Cappy. It's Cappy, yeah. Um, and if you, when you take over people, they call it ca- uh, Captain. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Nintendo loves their puns. Um, so yeah, I mean that all looks incredible. I'm gonna buy pretty much every game that they outside of Xenoblade Chronicles Two. I'm gonna probably buy every single game they showed here on um, this year. Um, Metroid Samus Returns. Like I said, not a Metroid guy, but I mean, I'm interested in it. Uh, comes at a good time for me personally, and really September is kind of a dead month from what we know. Um, I'll have to look at the the release schedule for the rest of the year, but I think outside of Destiny 2, there ain't a lot coming out. And, um, 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 well, there is that Metroid game, The Return of Samus. That's so. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's a dead month, so I mean, that's a good time probably for yeah for that to come out. Um, but I just want to point out, fucking October 27th, we have Assassin's Creed, Wolfenstein 2, and Super Mario Odyssey on the same day. Oh! <gasps> oh! Yeah! Oh, <laughs> I know. God! That's, I a know. Fucking, that's almost $200 worth of fucking games on one day! I know, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting Wolfenstein 2 and dude. Odyssey for sure on day one. Dude. Sad, it's crazy to get booze to the side. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> they all wanted to release before fucking Call of Duty. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they all fitted it on one day, and I kid yeah. you not, I bet you the sales of both Wolfenstein 2 and Assassin's Creed Origins are going to falter a bit because of Mario Odyssey. Yeah, I think they're it's... all going to suffer, um, you know, they're all going to cannibalize each other, for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. just said that, and I, I, knew, I knew that date was familiar, and all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, Wolfenstein 2, oh my god, Assassin's Creed Origins, oh, yeah. shit. Um... Yeah, no. Can I just here's here is the the last half of um, October for you. Okay. Uh, Wolf uh, Evil Within two not not gonna be the biggest game in the world, but to me, okay. I'm really excited for it. October thirteenth, October seventeenth, four days later, South Park Fractured Butthole. Oh. And then fuck. ten days later, those three games. <laughs> oh, some's, I don't, some's gonna that's be lost. Like, there's like three hundred dollars in games I want to buy that come out that in like a two week span. Literally wow. two weeks span, five games, five AAA games, in two weeks that I want to buy. And then, dude, it, it, someone's got to get bumped. So, please, hold, Assassin's Creed, you get bumped. I'm fine with that. I don't care. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I do care, but I, I can wait. Um, yeah, this, oh, man, this is going to be a very expensive August and October for me. Honestly, the, the buying it part, I can I can deal with. The the finding the time to play the stuff is going to be hard. And some I personally I was going to E3 because they always announce a lot of the dates yep. for the games coming in the holiday season is what am I going to be playing what's my E3 game going to or my E3 my extra life game going to be and I'm like a lot of years I'm like oh there's one game right there that comes out the week before or a couple weeks before I can play that this year I'm like it's 25 hour long marathon I don't know if I have enough time to play all these games I don't know if there's <laughs> enough time there's not enough time there's three big games right there. And these are not short games. Wolfenstein is probably going to be a 15, 20 hour game. Probably. Um, Seth Creed is going to be as long as you want it to be 15 hours minimum, 30, 40. Odyssey is probably going to be a 30, 40 hour game. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, fuck. I'm going to have to have like three extra lives weekends in a row to probably play these games. Um, <laughs> so, and then not including all the stuff that comes out early in the holiday season that I'm not going to be able to get to. I'm going to have to delay off. So, it's gonna be crazy. It's it, uh, yeah, buddy. 
And Man. we thought the beginning of this year was something, and now the fucking near the end of it is even more insane. <laughs> we never get a break, man. It's like, I'm still, I got a backlog of games that came out this year I bought months ago that I haven't even played or finished or barely started. Um, yeah, and I got sitting here, and by the time I get done with those games, it's going to be freaking, Uncharted's going to be here, Madden's going to be here, um, Mario already, Rabbids is going to be here. Dude, I'm already feeling it right now because it's like, this Friday's going to be ARM, is going to be ARMS and stuff ARMS? like that. July is going to be fucking Splatoon 2 Four and then August just, yeah, yeah. is that Mario and Rabbids game that's going to be come out September's Metroid Mario is in October yeah and it's like oh my god and then you still have Final Warriors and Xenoblade Chronicles in and there. I still this... got those fucking Pokemon games in November yeah and Ultra Sun Ultraman November 17th and yeah. you know, and you know how I am with Pokemon games. I'm gonna play those too, and I'm gonna play the remakes of fucking Gold and Silver because I'm a fucking insane yeah. lunatic. <laughs> so, so you have Metroid, you have Metroid on September 15th, and then on September 22nd, you have Gold and Silver. Yep. And poke and Pokemon tournament, if you care about that, on the 22nd as well. So, I've never had that many RPGs I wanted to play in one fucking year. Yeah. Uh, same with it's like Open Worlds is here for me. Like, there's three big ones that came. Uh, I'm. I beat two of them, Zelda, Horizon. I'm playing uh, Andromeda now. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, boy. It's um <laughs> crazy freaking... This is a uh, crazy E3. year. A crazy yeah, I, E3 and a crazy year. Yeah, it's it, yeah insane year. And I think... um, You know, I think E3 overall, I mean, I think a lot of people have been down on it as far as kind of overall what E3 is. You know, it's like surprises. Here's release dates for games this year. Here's release dates for games um, early next year. You know, and it's yeah. all the things. And this year we didn't get a lot of big surprises, um, and we didn't get a lot of dates either for games um, until today. Yeah, until today. <laughs> like it was still a good E3. There's a lot of good games we saw, and a lot of well, games yeah, it, that, now in development. It's a that, good. It, I agree with you, Tyler. It's like it has been a good E3, but in comparison to some like years past and stuff like that, this is actually sort of a down year for the remaining other companies and stuff like that. You know, even with Microsoft and all of their forays into trying to get the Xbox One X and stuff like that out into the market itself. XXX. You know, it's like the only, it's like one of the things that was truly exciting other than like, uh, oh gosh, some of the stuff that what they had to show, some of the things that we already knew that were coming from like Sony and stuff. And then... I mean, Wolfenstein 2, I mean, that was a good, exciting moment right there. The new Metro mm-hmm. game was a was a good moment right there. We know those games are going to become, those are going to be great. Yeah. We already saw things like with Far Cry 5. We've already saw things like, uh, and that's, that's just the thing about it. We knew a lot about these games coming into E3, and that is probably what spoiled it a bit for us. Mm-hmm. Nintendo was the only company out of them that still had fucking surprises in store, even months like later. We already yeah. knew about the Mario and Rabbids game. They got all the Pokemon stuff out of the way besides that one little blurb that ended up becoming the biggest emphasis upon that. Because if they would have yeah. announced like that they're going to be making a new main core RPG pokemon game for the switch that would have overshadowed ultra sun and ultra moon when they did that direct last week yeah you know i mean and and, and not just surprises when when we when people say we want like we want surprises like we want good surprises you know we want like yeah and there's a way to 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 like handle the surprises sometimes like a little blurb like we got from metro prime 4 um, yeah or just saying hey pokemon for the switch is in development 
things like that. I mean, that's yeah. big. That's like just that's let us know big. what's coming. Things like that. Um, and I think this year we we got some surprises. Um, you know, um, uh, Metro Metro uh, Exodus, things like that. Um, but I think Beyond the Good way and Evil Two was a big surprise too. Obviously, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but I think the way Nintendo handled it this year, like they, it was almost perfect for me. Uh, like I said, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker would be the only thing that would have made it better. Even a deluxe version of it, I don't care. Just, just put it out there again for the Switch. Let me just buy it again on the Switch. I don't care. I'll pay twenty bucks for it again. The only thing bucks, right now is like, it's like I don't. It's like I don't really have much to complain about Nintendo or like. No, just personal like little it's nitpick like, things. Yeah, it may be like little nitpicky things that uh, I want to see improved or what I want to see personally on the Switch. But if I didn't have a Switch going into this E3, you better believe I would have fucking wanted like something incredible, like right, you know, to, to like yesterday, you know, instead yeah. of like, dude. So it's. It's awesome, like, owning a Nintendo Switch right at the moment and then just seeing all of this stuff that's going to be coming down the pipeline. It makes me so excited. I got games I want to play. New games. Classic mm-hmm. games. Like, games that I have not seen forays in, like, over ten years. It's like, that is amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah. 